Welcome to How Now, the podcast where we talk about how to live in the now. And here's your host, Kim Martin Raymond. and blessings and welcome to another edition of the How Now podcast where we talk about how to live in the now. I'm your host Kim Martin Raymond. I am a minister, author, spiritual life coach, and founder of Redefining You LLC where I help my clients to realign themselves mind, body, and spirit. We are here for another edition again and I am so excited about the guests that I have because we are going to be talking about relationships. So the title of this show is Love Never Fails. And the two guests that I have with me are just a wonderful example and the epitome of what love is. So as customary in our How Now podcast, I'm going to have my guests to introduce themselves because when we introduce ourselves, we give people an opportunity to to experience how we want them to receive us. So with that being said, I'm going to ask my guests to introduce themselves. Absolutely. Hello, Kim. Thank you for having us on the show. We're like super, super excited about this one. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But I am Coach Star Claiborne. This is my husband. I just call him Mr. Claiborne. But uh, (laughs) it's Mr. Anton Claiborne. Um, And we are the um, co-founders of the Claiborne International Coaching Group. We are your co-hosts of the podcast, Love, Marriage, Fantasy. Um, which you can find on SoundCloud. And basically what we do is we work together working with couples. We work with um, women, a lot of women especially, and just helping the couples and helping our clients really understand how to build healthy relationships, how to get that person that you really want, not the person that you think you want, but the person that you really want and understanding how to do that while you're working together as a team while also keeping and maintaining your own individualism. So um, that's who we are in a nutshell. We're also authors and we are speakers and all that good stuff too. So that's who we are. And we are really, really happy to be here and help anyone that we can on this podcast today. Yes, well, I am excited. Anton, did you have something to say? No, I I didn't want to she covered everything. We're we're good. We're we're connected like that, y'all. So see, see, and and, and that's the beauty. Beauty. That is the beauty. I guess I am so glad to have you both here to talk about relationships, especially during this time. You know, it's called how now for a reason. We're talking about how we're living in the now, and right now we're living still in, in a state of pandemic. And, you know, we've had some, uh, you know, upward uphill battles. And, you know, the one thing with regards to relationships is that, you know, I think a lot of people thought that their relationships were pretty solid <laughs> until the pandemic hit. Yes, yes. <laughs> then all of a sudden it was like, wait a minute now, we're, we're in the same space a little longer than we typically are. And, and now, you know, maybe not so much. So, so with that being said, talk to me about your relationship prior to the to the pandemic and and uh what happened once that pandemic hit what was the dynamic like for us there was there there weren't any changes 
Uh, we're, we're consistent with our harmony. So yeah. for us, we didn't have any issues with being around each other uh, longer than, than than we were before the uh, before the uh, pandemic uh, and the um, what's the word I'm looking for? The that uh, word right there. Yeah. That, <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. I can't find it either. I'm Before the quarantine, we, right. we were already well connected yeah. emotionally, spiritually, physically. So okay. after the quarantine, it was just another day for us. Wow. Yeah, now were you all now were y'all both working in the same? I mean, were you were you working from your home? At the time, or were you both working in in uh, offices or office spaces at the time? Well, I had just started working from home. Oh, okay. When yes. it, when it, yeah, when it started. Oh. And I was in I was in the office um, because um, full time I'm a regional sales manager for a hospitality company. Uh -huh. So I was constantly out and about, but I had the opportunity to work from home. But being that we were already entrepreneurs and still already living in that space right being close to each other actually it helped us if you right. Me. right it helped us more because i think we can say like just prior to that with the hours that you were working um oh, well, it was yeah. a few months a few months prior to the whole pandemic happening i guess mm -hmm. it was actually probably about a year mm, no a year before the pandemic it was a few months Okay, one of those. Um, but our schedules, like our schedules were actually kind of off. So right. you know, I was going in, you know, during the day, and he was kind of overlapping with that noon to eleven p.m. shift. Right. So you know, um, he had just started working from home, so we were already starting to feel that. But having that entrepreneurship, it just it it was something that we were already used to of being around each other mm -hmm. gotcha. in that space. Gotcha. So. So in a sense, it, it gave us, it actually gave us more time to work together right. as entrepreneurs yeah. because I was at time. home more. Right. And, right. and then I started working from home too. Right. So then that, that helped as well because I was able to work from home during the pandemic for a few months as well. For yeah. about, I think I worked from home for about three months before they took me back into the office. Right. But you see, and that's wonderful because like you said, for you, it was an opportunity you know, you saw it as an opportunity to get to spend that time together. So it was, it was a positive thing, you know, then we have the flip side and, and I'm sure that you probably side. saw it now. Now you both are, you know, global relationship strategists and you've been talking to people about different aspects of relationships. So, so what did your clientele begin to look like or what, or what did you see start to change? Was there a shift? In, in what people were requiring or what people were asking. Or tell me a little bit more about, about what you do as globalist relationship strategist so that we can kind of better see how the pendulum swung on that. Well, one thing we had to do after the uh, quarantine started was start talking to people about being more creative now that you're around each other more, more, than, more than usual. Mm -hmm. We had to start giving them ideas on how to... Uh, how to be more affectionate, right. how to uh, be more creative with their intimacy, how to uh, be more considerate when giving each other uh, private time. So uh, our our clientele didn't change, but the 
the questions that that were presented to us they right. became a little bit more challenging and um we actually started doing more virtual um presentations because of the quarantine right but those presentations actually turned out to be good for us and our clients because right. they were able to reach us on, on more of a personal level even though it was virtual right so it, it was weird but it, we got to know yeah. we got to know more about them because of this quarantine right so yeah it, it helped us and and it was something good for our clients as well awesome yeah no, I just think, um, I know I know when the quarantine um, first happened, one of the biggest things that we wanted to really put out there for couples and for anyone who's dating or, you know, just for that home, because you got to think about the family stability as well in the whole dynamic. And it was, you know, really making sure that individuals were prioritizing what was really important, you mm -hmm. know, and yes, even though you, you, being in the hospitality industry, my first thought was, okay, we're either going to have a lot of divorces or we're going to have a lot of marriages, right. one or the other. Right. And the divorce is going to come from, again, the hospitality industry. I see a lot of, um, you know, individuals traveling, right? So they're never home. You know, they come into the hotel week after week after week. They check in on Sunday, they check out on Thursday, and they're not home with their family. Mm -hmm. So now they're having to share that space. And the question becomes, wow, do we even know how to share a space at this point? Right. You know, maybe we did 20 years before I started this job, you know, 20 years ago, but now do we really know how to share that space? But not forgetting that you have to reconnect with how to share that space, but now you've got to work on what those important things are as far as I know, one of the things we really stressed was like life insurance, right? Yes. Making sure that you, you, you know, people were thinking about, well, what are those important things that need to get done? pay your life insurance up, right? Because mm -hmm. that's important for the family, right? You don't want to go into a pandemic and then you can't afford your life insurance. Right. You know, have those conversations about what needs to happen, the difficult conversations, right. you know? And that, I, I really feel like having those difficult conversations can help reconnect you in ways that yes. you don't think it right. can. Right, right. So we, I did, mean, we, we took the time to do, we did a Facebook Live mm -hmm. talking about, uh, the life insurance and other things that they should be prioritized. And we also did a podcast addressing some of the concerns that our clients have been asking us because we felt we should share that information with everyone, you right. know, the things that our clients had asked us. We mm -hmm. felt we should do a podcast and share that information with everyone. So we did two, two specific things to try and help people, you know, adjust to this new normal. Right. Now, you know, now that I think about that, I think that our clientele might have shifted just a little bit during that time frame when we started right, talking right. about those priorities, because we started getting um, a lot of individuals who were more so dating and trying to figure out how to date we during did. the pandemic. That's right. And did. that yes. is what really shifted us, uh, you know, quite a bit during the pandemic, because when we started talking about those type of things, right. we had a lot of Probably, I would say mostly women. <laughs> we did. We had, we had an increase in women okay. uh, coming to us or contacting us and asking us dating questions. Yes. Yeah. So we yeah. just we took all the things that we were talking about uh, for couples mm -hmm. and, and tweaked them, adjusted them a little bit, you know, so that we can give some advice to women who are trying to adjust to virtual dating. Right. Because I can imagine it's just it's a it's a whole lot of different aspects of relationships because just like you said, you, you have the couples who are who are trying to to navigate through through uh you know 
being in each other's space, like you said, trying to give each other mm-hmm. personal space. And then, you know, of course, you got to, you know, toss the kids in there too. Yes. You know, you've got the kids coming in and then, you know, you're talking about having intimate moments and you're talking about kids being there all the time and you're talking about everyone's schedule being off. So I can imagine, you know, the, you know, the, how that even looks, you know, I'm an empty nester now, but you know, my, my husband and I here, my, my adult daughter is here, but now I've got a little grandbaby who, you know, runs around, you know, my daughter happened to move back shortly, you know, I mean, before the pandemic. So she's here and, and yes, it changes the whole dynamic of, of how things, you know, function. So yeah. I will say that I had to I had to personally step back and remember that okay, I'm working the office things even though I'm home. I'm so hand, I I want to be there for the kids as far as like school and you know everything is virtual now. Yeah. And I think for me that was the biggest that was the most difficult part for me because I'm like, well what's going on with them today? Well why are they over here and not doing this today? Not I'm and I'm trying to remember that he's really in control of this. Right. right, right. <laughs> and so me even asking questions is like interrupting their process. Right. But then I'm getting irritable, irritable because I'm like, I don't know what's going on. But then I had to step back and say, okay, it's okay that you don't know. It's okay that you don't know. Just go back to what you were supposed to be doing. Right. You see, but that's the beauty of us being coaches. Just like you said, because we're still living life right along with everyone else. And there are still things that we're going to experience. And, and as we navigate and figure out how, how to do things and to do them effectively, then we can, you know, relay that same information to those who we're serving as well. So it's it's beautiful in that that we're able to do that because because like you said, you come home. I have my, when I was working here from home before I went back to the office myself, I have my office space. Everybody knows that when that door was closed, That's right. nobody don't, <laughs> I don't want you to see a toenail cross that door frame <laughs> you know what I'm saying? until I'm done. And when I open the door, then, then you can all come and attack me. My grandbaby goes, I get the door. Hey, Nana, what you doing? Hey, what's going on? She's right there waiting for me to open that door. But she knew not to come in because we have to set boundaries. So let's talk a little bit about that, about boundaries, because I'm sure that that's something that that you have to set when when you're talking about, like you said, personal space, being able to to, you know, function. You know, one thing that you said um, earlier, Anton, you talked about harmony. And I love that because to me, it's not about balance sometimes where it's, it's either or sometimes it's about that harmony of figuring out how to make that whole thing you know, flow, you know, because it's not always going to be black and white. There's going to be a whole lot of gray and we're going to ride that wave and and, and, yep. and that's where, where it does. So talk to me a little bit about, you know, how you help, you know, your clients with that, with with that whole aspect of of trying to, you know, get that space, get that, yeah. get that space. Get that harmonious that space. Yeah. Well, one thing that we tell our clients is, it's very important to understand your role in, in the relationship. Yeah. And not only understand it, but know when you need to stay in your place and when you need to step out of it and help your partner out. So by by telling them that, we help them to understand how to establish that harmony. Because by by knowing your role, you'll do what you're supposed to do and uh, be aware of what your partner is doing, but let them do it. Don't Don't try to intervene. 
But then uh, also uh, the other side of that would be if you see your partner needs assistance, you don't be ignorant and just stay in your place. You help out when you can. In doing that, that helps establish, the, it helps maintain the harmony. Uh, uh, when it comes to disagreements, it, it helps with that also because both of you can say, I did my part. I did what I was supposed to do. Yeah. So let's sit down and discuss what the real issue is. Because if both of us did what we were supposed to do, there must have been something else that occurred. Right. So let's sit down and talk about that, knowing that both of us did what we were supposed to do. So yeah, that's something that we share share with our clients. Did you have anything you want to add? And I think on the other side, you know, talking about sitting down and finding out the real issue, um, one of the things that, and actually it was brought to, it was introduced to me from my husband because mm-hmm. I'm not really sure that I even thought about it in that manner prior to. And it's when we're having those issues, it's really because we do have kids, you know, it's not what is in this, what what's the what what is it about this for me? It's like, what do we do in the next step for everybody that's involved in this relationship? Because it's not just us in the relationship, it's the kids in the relationship. Right. You know, so when we make those decisions, we have to ask ourselves that question, right? What, what's best for everybody involved? Right. That, that's, one of the, that's one of the most important questions that, that anyone should ask themselves uh, if they're involved in the relationship that is. Yeah. Am I doing what's best for everyone involved? Mm-hmm. Yes. If the answer is no, then you need to rethink what you're about to do. That's it. I, I, and I feel like, you know. It's very important that you know. Yeah. That. And I feel like one, one thing I know when I'm working with the women specifically, because one of the things we like to do is really break the couples apart for a minute yeah. and get him with the men and get me with the women. But one thing I try to help the women understand is really being in control of your emotions. Yes. Because when you're not in control of your emotions, you just, we as women, just let things fly, (laughs) you know? And so a lot of times we think about that, okay, well, that doesn't work for me, but does it work for everybody? Because right now you're only thinking about yourself and your own personal happiness, which is great. You want to be happy, but can you be happy with everyone else being happy too? Right. And being honest and real with yourself. So really trying to release those emotions, though that emotional side of us as women, because we're just emotional. And it's I say it's kind of sad sometimes to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. We try to tell we try to tell we try to tell them that it, it's okay to be emotional. Yeah. But don't be so emotional to where you lose control of who you right. are. Right. That's what we don't want you to yeah. do. So we try and tell them just be less emotional but don't be emotionless right right that that's a huge because difference. there's a difference with that absolutely absolutely i agree i mean and, and that's the thing it's you know, i think it's been difficult for people to you know a lot of people have had to look in in the mirror at themselves and and it's very hard to come to terms with with some things that you have to work on and then you've got to incorporate you know trying to figure out that okay there are some things that i need to change about myself and now I have this person over here to remind me of everything that I was doing before. And well, why are you changing now to do this? And I'm sure that that's a difficult part too, you know, because it's like, oh, yeah. you, you have a new attitude now. It's like, what's wrong with you? Why are you, why all of a sudden you meditate? Why all of a sudden you lighting candles? You know, because now everybody's spiritual and everybody's starting to, they getting stage and they want to do all of these things. And, you know, some people are, are coming into to themselves or they they've had a time to to you know really say okay I'm I'm doing something different 
and and then their partners look at them like, well, what the heck happened? <laughs> and and you know, I'm sure that that that's difficult too. It's like how you know being in the space to be able to support. You yeah, know, and it's it's funny that you brought that up because I I do recall at one point I'm not even sure if it was just before the pandemic or during the pandemic, but at one point we were both going through some individual growth. Um, and still trying to, you know, be there for one another. But I think when, when you when you mentioned something about boundaries, I think it's really important that they un that everyone understands that you're always going to have your own personal growth. You should have your own personal growth because you right. should always be striving to be better Absolutely. the next day than you were the day before. But you're going to have times in your life as you grow, you know, you hear people say, I'm not the same person I was then. No, because you've grown. But what happens is there's that lack of communication that you're going through it. And for us, we didn't have to specifically say, this is what my personal growth is about. This is what my personal growth is about. It was we're both going through this and we need to give each other time and patient, be patient with one another because we don't know what is going to be communicated during this time as we're going through this personal growth and having those boundaries to respect one another through that process is very important because it was very difficult for both of us. We were both, I mean, I was struggling, like, I don't know what's going on right now, right? But, and I couldn't articulate it either, you know, but to be fair and, and honest to my partner, it was, guess what? I can't really articulate this. I just need you to trust that I'm going through something right. and we've got to be patient with one another. Yeah, and I mean, I definitely want your 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 um, input on this, Anton, because just you know, as a as a man, you know, sometimes it's difficult when when you're you're going through something. You know, men want to come in, they want to help, they want to support, they they don't want to appear to be weak. And we have seen women who have emasculated men and made them feel that they were not, you know, that you know they are subpar. And I know that that's got to be difficult when you're going through something and you're wanting to, you know, express yourself, but you're not wanting to appear weak. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. so talk to me about that. How do you talk to the men about that so that that way they're, you know, able to express themselves? Well, well, fellas, one of the best things you can do when you're trying to be supportive for your partner is shut up and listen to her. That's, that's, the, that's the most easiest thing you can do. Well, it, maybe I shouldn't say easy because for some guys it may not be easy, but right. it's something that doesn't require a lot of effort. Just be quiet and listen to her. She's not always going to need your input because sometimes she's just trying to get it out, whatever it is that's bothering her. She's just trying to get it out of her mind and say it out loud so that she can hear herself saying it. And then she starts pro um, uh, processing it after she hears her say, after she hears herself say it, yeah. so you don't have to always respond. But if you're just there to listen to her when she wants to talk, that'll that'll make a huge difference in her in her growth. Yeah. And in in addition to that, I should say this: when she says that she has something to talk about, don't try to dig deeper into what she's telling you. Right. Take it for what she's saying. If she says she's not really sure what's going on, don't try asking her questions to try to get her to, to mm -hmm. explain what's going on. Just take it for what it is. She's not sure what's going on. Right. Be quiet and let her talk. I love that. 
I love that. That's a good, that's a good response. That's all I did. I didn't do anything magical. I didn't do any, I didn't do any chakra work, no meditation or anything. I just <laughs> took my time, listened to my wife and, and, you know, played my part to, to be yeah. that, that shoulder for her to lean on and that ear to listen for, to listen to her. Yeah. And I agree yeah. because, you know, when we're going through that process where we're like, okay, we really don't know what's going on. And Kim, you may be able to relate again as coaches. It's like sometimes just talking it out, it yes. starts to make sense to you, Yes. right? But having everything in your head going on at one time, That's you right. really don't know what's going on up there until you can write it out on a piece of paper. You can see it mm -hmm. visually or, you know, you get it out there and it's actually coming out of your mouth that you really don't know what's going on instead right. of saying in your head, I don't know what's going on. It's, right. it's such a totally different feeling and just having someone there to listen. And yes, if you if 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 a woman wants your perspective, she will ask. I do believe That's that. Right. That's mm -hmm. right. She will ask you. But I will say this: if she asks, then yes, give it to her. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> right. Not only that, if you if you don't have anything to say, don't sit there trying to think of something yeah. to say. Just let her right. know. I really don't know what to say and be right now. Be honest about. Be honest. Right. It's better for you to just be honest and let her know that you don't have anything to share at that moment instead right. of trying to uh, make up something just to right. make it seem like you're being supportive. Right. You're being supportive just by being open and honest with her. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So so start at that goes to you with with regards to to Anton, you know, how, you know, it, it's difficult. Like I said, the men don't want to appear vulnerable. So, you know, how do you support him? And, you know, and the changes that he's going through. For me, it's really about giving him his space. Um, he specifically for him, he's a very analytical thinker. And sometimes I can't even like comprehend sometimes with him. I have to like take a couple of minutes, right? <laughs> <laughs> but for him, he's very analytical and being able to give him his space and allow him that space. Again, knowing that we have children, right? I have to take myself out of that because I'm 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 a nurturer. So I'm like, is everything okay? Is everything okay? Is everything are you good? You look like something is wrong. And even now, sometimes I still it, yeah, I still do it. And you know, he'll be like, I'm good. <laughs> but right. but being able to take that and and not get upset about it or feel some kind of way about it, because initially I did. I'm like, but I'm just trying to help. Right. <laughs> you know, but uh, it's really allowing him his space to think, you know, because I, I don't know if it's that way for most men, but I know for him, it's really just giving him his space, taking the kids away from the house. You know, right. again, like you said, when he goes into that room and closes that door, everyone in the house knows and our kids understand the role aspect as well. Right. Everybody knows their role in this house. When that door is closed, you don't knock on that door unless it's an emergency. Right. You know who to go to because something is going on in that room where that person needs that time and that space, yeah. right? And then when he's ready, he comes to me and he may, he tell, what helps me is that he's very open and tells me right. what is happening after he's gone through his days of thought process. Right. And I think mm -hmm. for me, that's what helps me as a woman, because we want to know everything, right? right. Well, I ain't trying to check you, but I want to know everything because that's just who I am, right? right? right. I want to know. And I want to make sure that you're good because you're my husband. You know, right. you're the man in this family and this is who everyone is looking to right now. So are you good? Because if you're good, we're all good, right? Yeah. 
So yeah. giving him his space and, and, and really putting that in place has been really good for us. See, and that's wonderful, you know, because you know, I, it's funny, you know, my, my parents have been married. Uh, July will be 54 years. They've been together since my mom was 14 and my dad was 17 when they met wow. to the coke check at a little dance that they went to back in Harlem and, and the rest <laughs> wow. is history. But the wow. one thing that I remember, and it's so funny when you mentioned closing that door as a child. Now, my parents didn't use the belt too often because like I said, I was, I was, I was obedient. Okay. You didn't have to tell me but one good time, but they used to take the belt. And I think it's just because the door wouldn't wouldn't stay fastened. So they would just stick their belt in the door and, and push the door shut. And you just knew you better not go to that door. So the house better be on fire. That's right. Or you, or you go and knock on that door, something better be going on. That was it. You just knew that that was their space. They set that boundary. It wasn't like, you know, if you come through the door, we're going to knock you out or anything like that. But we just knew that that was their That's space. Right. They needed that space. We set that boundary. So I love that you talk about that. You talk about setting boundaries. You talk about having communication. You talk about having harmony because it is about having a relationship and knowing that there are going to be different intricacies and it's going to be different for each and every person. There's no hard and fast way that, that people are going to be able to do things outside of just communicating with one another. So I love that you both yeah. gave your perspective on it. And I wanted to add one other thing. Um, it's also about not being judgmental. Yeah. because your partner is going especially when you're going through changes there's going to be things that you might be really confused as to what they're saying but you can't be judgmental about it because they're still going through that thought process and if they want you to help them navigate it that's your that's your role as their spouse to help them navigate that not to be judgmental in their thought process no matter how crazy it may sound to you right you know, because if they're not understanding it, then you're definitely not understanding it. You're only having your own assumption and perspective on it. Right. You know, and it's not really project. what it is or what it may be. So I think really keeping the judgmental part away from it, that really helps when you're going through that. And it's not easy. No, it's not easy. They're like, what the heck? What's going on? You know, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but um I think one thing that helps with um not um not being the uh the obstacle in your partner's growth gotcha. is remembering that the two of you have come together to help each other live a better life. Right. And and by remembering that, it helps you to kind of you know uh be supportive when you really don't want when you, I shouldn't say when you don't want to, but when you feel like you want to be to yourself, mm -hmm. it helps you to be, it helps you to step, step outside of your own wants and needs and say, okay, my mate needs me. Let me be there because I'm, I agreed to this. Right. And part of that agreement is I'm going to be there to help her with her personal growth. I'm okay. going to be there when she's feeling weak. I'm going, I'm going to be there to help, help her become the best version of herself. All of that comes with that agreement. All of that is a part of maintaining the harmony. Yeah. It will only happen though if both of you understand that all of that comes with it and both of you are doing whatever is necessary to maintain that growth. Right. One yeah. thing that we make sure we, we do is always focus on change. We, we embrace change because we know it's always going to happen. Right. 
we can't escape it, right? Okay. We I, can't escape change. Right. So we, we embrace it. We say, okay, well, this is this is probably going to change some things or things are probably going to be different, but we're ready for it. Whatever is, whatever is going to change, we're going to face it together and we're going to continue to grow. And when you're there for, when you are saying that you are going to be there physically and mentally for someone, mm -hmm. I really have to throw this out here and we can move on. Put the telephone down. <laughs> Hallelujah. Put Say it again. Put the phone down because you are not listening actively. Right. Put the phone down. Turn it off. If you have to turn it all the way off just for those 10 or 15 minutes to make sure that you're completely focused, put it down and turn it off because that is one of the worst things that is a hindrance in relationships now. It's like you it's know? like the other man or the other woman because yeah. so much it's time with it. You're like, what happened to it me? Is. It is. Right. So put the phone down. Put the technology away. I love it's not that. going anywhere. <laughs> I love that. You know, you both right. said. Yeah, I was gonna say you both said something vital because, uh, Anton, when you were talking about, um, you know, being a part of that person's growth, that is so important. Like you said, when you took your vows to 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 you know to love each other, you you did that, and 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 part of that is growth. It's not that you want that person to stay stagnant. And to stay the way they are, you you love them the way they are. But just like you said, you want to also experience the best version version of that person. So you yeah. do want to help them do that. So I love that you made that point because it is important that I'm supporting you in your growth and what that looks like. And that I know that it's going to be better, not just for you, but it's going to be better for the both of us. So I love that you uh, said that, you know, and, and then I love um, Star that you talked about like you said, putting that technology down and, and, and don't create barriers that are going to keep you from seeing those verbal and those and those uh, physical cues that people are giving because you got your face in the phone or you got your face in the TV all yeah. the time. You yeah. know, you miss things. You miss you being know. present. And that's what being in the now is all about. Being yes, in that is. space right now, being in that presence right now. And, and, and you touched on it so perfectly. When, when you talk about that, it's definitely a matter of that harmony. I mean, if, if there's anything that I'm going to take away from what we talked about is that, yes, that harmony is what's important and being able to communicate that to, to the person that you're with. You yes, know? it is. But so, it's, it's not just the emotional and, and intellectual harmony. It's the, the physical harmony is, yeah. is, is just as important. And, but but um, you will be most effective in executing the physical harmony if you like kim just said you stay in the now it, it, it helped by doing that it helps you to pay attention to your partner it helps you with with seeing opportunities for intimacy with your partner even if it's just taking a moment to to do some really you know sloppy tongue kissing i don't know what that's <laughs> like but you know that that those type of things are, are, are what are what brought the two of you together to begin right. with so you right. have to continue to do those things booty smacks and 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 <laughs> kisses on the cheeks and, yes. and i don't know squeezing uh body parts that you haven't touched <laughs> in a long wow. time oh, I hate you, it. Have okay. to, you have to continue to do those things but if you if you keep your attention in the now, it will help. It will help make those moments. Uh, it will help you to execute in those moments a whole lot easier because you'll see the opportunity and you'll say, 
wow, you know what? I think I'm just gonna walk over there to her and just give her a kiss on her neck and and watch the, watch her shiver, you know, as I kiss her down to her shoulders. But but uh, like I said, that's just as important. That type of harmony is just as important as the emotional harmony. You've got to yes. you've got to get. I should say, continue being uh, your your partner's uh, stimulant right. for 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 pleasure, just as you were when y'all first met. Right. You, you've got to continue that part of the harmony as well. Woo! Okay, yeah, that, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one because you know I think when we get when we we I think we were all getting to a space where we were so busy passing each other, just like you said, you don't you don't get that little fleeing and you're like, all right, let me see, I gotta go, you know, I'm all right, see you later. Everybody's right. going on about their business, and you do you forget about the intimacy. And that's and that's definitely like you said, a part of the of the harmony. You want to be able to remember, you know, what it's like to be touched. You know, some people, you know, who live by themselves, you know, find it difficult, you know, they miss human touch. There are a lot of us, you know, in this yeah. pandemic, like myself, I'm a hugger. And so I was like, what you mean? I can't hug anybody. I was like, right. what is happening? Sometimes, you know, it's them good old hugs that you get and just like, yes. And that's all you need to help you get through the day, you know, but it's, it's a matter of loving on yourself too. You know, sometimes you got to give yourself a hug, but it's nice when your partner, especially if you've been together for years and years, you know, like you said, taps you on the bottom or, you know, cradles their hand in the small of your back. Okay. And, and, and just mm-hmm. let you know that, you know, hey, I'm still happy. I still find you attractive. I still yeah. think yeah. that, that you know, you, you still stimulate me. Like you said, you, you want that. And so, you know, y- y'all are touching on some stuff here. We, you know, we can talk on and on and on. But what I do want to do is talk about how, you know, through this pandemic, you know, you've talked about some of the things that you all are doing, you know, talking to one another, communicating, talking about those important things, like you said, about life insurance and paperwork. It, you know, it's definitely an ideal time to talk about things like that because you want to make sure that you're, you know, connecting and, and, and communicating those things. So in case anything happens, we have to be realistic. They have people who have lost their partners as a result of this pandemic. And it's been difficult. So, you know, we, we want there to be that, that level of connection. So in case something should happen, you, you know, you may be, you may be, you know, tasked with the, with the, you know, you may be tasked to take care of your loved one. Right. Right. Or to be, so you want there to be that connection. You want there to be those conversations that are had to make sure that, you know, that, that should anything happen, this is what we're gonna do. We have a game plan. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's one so, of the best ways you can show. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm telling you. No, no, no. But that's one of the best ways that you can show your partner that you really love them and you care about them is by making sure that things like life insurance is taken care of, uh, financial investments are in place. Those things are, are are not only important while you're alive, but after you after you depart. Right. That's that's one excellent way to show your partner, hey. I love you. I care. I care about you. And to show you that I love you and care about you, we're going to put these things in place so that mm-hmm. if one of us goes before the other, the Everything one who's still good. here, you'll still be good. Right. You, you'll still be stable. Right. And I'll be able to go on about my business knowing that you're stable. That's it. That's it. 
I love that. I love that. Okay, so talk to me now as we get ready to close things up about, you know, how you're living in the now, individually and as a couple. Let's do it that way. Oh, well, mm -hmm. uh, in the now, I'm uh, individually, I'm working on uh, being more creative mm -hmm. because that I, I'm realizing that I'm not the uh, tech-savvy tech, tech person. <laughs> that I thought I was. So <laughs> I'm getting away from that and 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 being more, I, I'm sorry, focusing more on my creative skills. Okay. So uh being a a uh, a visionary, I I have to embrace the fact that I have to step away from what I'm trying to force myself to do mm -hmm. so that I can focus on what I'm cap naturally capable of doing. Right. And so in, in, in doing that, I'm, um, as an individual, I'm making my now better, right. uh, as a couple, I would say we're, we're still moving forward. Right. That that's been one of our models, you know, since we got together, keep moving forward, and regardless of whatever happens, we we're going to keep moving forward. Yeah. And as a couple, we, you know, one of the things that we always do is, um, we posted it. I, I don't know if we posted it or not, but we do an annual vision board, you know, uh -huh. where we yeah, work, we do the vision board for us as a couple. So we know what we're always working on. And so just now is being able to continuously reevaluate those things on that vision board mm -hmm. and bringing it more and closer into perspective and remembering that, you know, COVID has really said to us that this job is not guaranteed, right? right? You know, there's things we know, but reality hits, right? right? So this is not guaranteed. This is not guaranteed. What are we going to continue to do as a couple to make sure that we're still stable, right? Mm -hmm. So working together on that um, is, is really the biggest thing. And continuously, I would say we're probably reevaluating more than we normally would. Wow. You know, we always reevaluate throughout the year. But this has been like a monthly reevaluation, <laughs> that normal quarterly reevaluation. Mm -hmm. Like every month, we're looking like, okay, where are we at with this? Because this is real. Like, where are we at? And we have these kids. We got to make sure everything is on point and good if something were to happen to us. Mm -hmm. And again, continuously having those difficult conversations, yeah. you know, because things are happening around us. You know, if we see something happen to somebody else, we're like, man, if, if that happens to us, what are we going to do? talk about it now it's hard it's it hard been. having those conversations yes. it might bring tears and emotions but it will be less difficult if it were to happen mm -hmm. then right. then for you to talk about it now and get it out of the way you're just lessening a little bit of that pain that you're going to feel to have to go through that when you can't think clearly right. in the process of it actually happening That's you know um but that all of that supports our our, our our model of keep moving forward. Yeah. We we prepare so that when those difficult times come, when those difficult times come, we can continue advancing, knowing that okay, we're in it. That thing that we talked about six months ago, right. well, right now we're in it. So right. let's execute that 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 small plan that we put in place when we were discussing it. Mm -hmm. and so then that allows us to just continue going forward. Yeah. And I think for me individually, I am personally working on more continuing education. Okay. You know, just trying to really see where I can get more information 
about anything at this point, honestly. Like, what else is out there for me to learn? Um, Connecting with more people and really trying to rebuild some of those connections with people who I know are having difficult times Mm -hmm. and not forgetting those people who I know are having difficult times and reaching out to them because there are a lot of silent people right now because Mm -hmm. they don't want to ask for help. And just making sure people know, yes, I may be busy, but I'm available somewhere, somehow, don't know how until you ask, but I'm here and I'm available and just asking, are you okay? Because some people just won't even speak unless you ask. So really trying to be there for other people, you know, through the means of what I can do and just continuing to work on what, what I can do to better myself individually. Yes, I love that. I love that. And that's how you guys are living in the now. So for people who want to know how to get in contact with you all so they can talk about working some of these things out, what are some ways that they can get in contact with you guys? Absolutely. So you can find us at our website, which is Mm claybornecoaching.com. You can also email us at info at claybornecoaching.com. If text is better for you, we have no problem with text. That's 678-835-8102. And you can find us on all of our social media platforms at Claiborne Coaching, as well as Love Marriage Fantasy. Okay. Okay. And when does your podcast air? That is going to be February. February 2nd. (laughs) February 2nd. First Tuesday in February. Yes, the first Tuesday in February. It airs on Tuesday. Tuesday, So we're going to season two, the first Tuesday in February 2021. Very good. Very good. So you guys make sure that you listen out for their podcast as well. So with that being said, I'd like to thank you guys for being with me for coming and talking about relationships and and giving us some wonderful nuggets and to talk about that harmony and to talk about those tough talks that we have to have that are going to help us to to successfully, you know, navigate in this space that we're in right now. So like I said, I love you guys. Y'all keep on loving each other. Absolutely. (laughs) And, and, you know, we look forward to, to listening to your show and to connecting with you and keep on living in the now. And so that is our show. Do you have any other parting words for our listeners before you go? Any parting words? You have anything? First thing comes to my mind, everything happens for a reason. So, and, you know, try to get, try try to leave your perspective out and find out the truth. Just the real thing, like what's really going on. True, true, truth. And and in that truth, find love. Anything, yes. love. And like I said, just we'll just we gonna just keep on loving on each other. How about that? We'll start there. Yes. <laughs> All right. So that will end. Uh, that will, yes, that will conclude another episode of How Now, where we talk about how to live in the now. You guys take care of yourselves and each other. And until the next time we meet, I say peace. Mm-hmm.